Blog Talk Radio.
Amen. Amen. And amen. I had no idea on yesterday or even this year until God revealed it to me this morning that our yesterday and our FY2023 and our calendar year 2023 would be connected to this Sunday. You know, we've been praying for fathers, we've been praying for families and things of that sort. And we're going to start off today's program a little different. I want to talk about rain and how rain can be used to put out fires and about how floods can be used to wash away the dirt and the mud. And so there's a lot of people saying that we're in a drought, but that drought is symbolic of the things that are being hindered in this world. And many times when the rain comes, my, 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 the dirt, the ground, the area, the body of water is so depleted until when it rains for a while, that water is just on the surface because it's got to soak and get down into the dirt. But how many of you ever seen dry ground have rain on it and it takes time for it to soak in and so it keeps washing away, it keeps going away. It keeps seeming like it's not getting into that dry ground. Oh, God, this is blessing me on today. I'm going to talk about a few incidents that happened yesterday. And while I'm doing that, I want Minister Sylvia to get ready because she's going to pray. And I'm going to give her a few instructions that the Lord has dropped in my spirit to give her. But I need for her to prepare to pray. It's not about the time today. If she prays for the whole rest of the program or even longer, it's not about that. It's about praying what God is going to give her to pray and to say, because I want you to see the difference. Because prayer is communication, and many people forget about that. Prayer is two-way communication at that. And so I remember uh, people forget that in Genesis 9, God says, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. And never again will the waters flood to destroy all life. When the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. How many of you know we've got different creatures even in the human race? We have those that are dealing with the confusion of their sexuality. We have those that are dealing with uh, being violated in their past. We have those that wanted to have children but they were never able to have, and they're given 
dealing with barrenness because we were supposed to be fruitful and multiply. God, I thank you all today. We have creatures that take the Lord's word and his anointing and his call and use it like hirelings. God, I just want to thank you. We have creatures that allow the devil to make them to uh, walk around to and fro, seeing who they can devour, whom they can destroy. They're raping little children and, 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 and violating the very innocence of what God created uh, those Christian children to be when they're adults. And some of them don't understand those things that they're experiencing are going to be the things that are going to catapult them into the things that God has called them to do. See, even in the Revelation, it talks about even around the throne of God, there is a picture of a majestic rainbow used to communicate the glory of God. And see, one day that rainbow will no longer be misused by sinners to boast of their sins. Because uh-huh. we have some relatives that they, they boast of their sin. You, you don't have to worry about uh, uh, what they're doing because they want the whole world to know what they're doing. But see, God wants us that declare that we're saved to be that rainbow. That rainbow that 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 is around him and fellowshipping with him and and in relationship with him and fellowship with him, so that people can see the glory of God alone when Jesus Christ returns and He makes all things new. See in Zechariah ten and one it says, "Ask the Lord for rain." In the springtime, because it is the Lord who sends the thunderstorms. He gives showers of rain to all people, plants of the fields, to everyone. And see, on yesterday, uh, Minister Sylvia was going to take some um, tissue up to a young lady that was crying, and she didn't end up taking it up there. And then a cousin took tissue up there. And I noticed that the young lady may have used the tissue only once or twice. How many of you know that tears are a cleansing vehicle that God gives us to get rid of the hurt? Ah, And many of us, are interrupting the flow of their tears, just like many of us are interrupting the flow of those tears that need to get down into that dry ground. Ah, yeah, God, uh-huh, that need to flush away the, the dryness, that needs to drench and soak into that dry place that has been hindering people for so long, my God. They just want to wipe it away. They just want to avoid it. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. God was dealing with me about a avoidance. And then I heard one of my cousins on yesterday talked about how she just, you know, pushes things off as well. Well, God wants to use uh, the rain to be symbolic of the things that he's trying to get soaked into. By God, let them soak into you today. My, 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 my. God wants to quit allowing the rain to just run on down the the, the, the hill or run on down the ground or, or not get into that water to dilute it like it needs to be diluted so that you can finally be cleansed, my God. Help me today. See, there's many types of hurts. Some people call it baggage. Some people call it mishaps. Some people forget that whatever you call it is still hindering you and holding you back from maximizing the destiny that God has called you to. 
that's hindering you from obeying God. One of our uh, cousins gave Minister Sylvia permission to share something that saved her life. She came through like a rain and storm and a tornado and saved her life. My God, my God. See, many of us don't understand that when God, God help me, help me, God help me, that when my sister was murdered on last year, that it's going to be used as a vehicle, not only to heal the hurt, but to draw our family near together. But on yesterday, my cousin Elder Tony shared about how the different people in the family were part of different generations. But it still didn't change your placement. And Minister Sylvia even talked about it. And before she prays for the hurting on today, she's going to pray the way God had her pray on yesterday, where she uncovered some things, that dirt that ground, that follow ground that needed to be broken up so that God could be like a rain and rush in and cleanse the places that needed to be flooded and soak into the places that needed to be soaked into. Many of us getting in God's way. Don't give that person tissue. Let them cry. Whether they're doing it because the Holy Ghost is dealing with them or whether they're doing it for a pity party, if God allows it, we must accept it and allow it to. Many are hungry because we keep trying to wipe away their tears. But my Bible says, that God will wipe away the tears, my God. So until God is ready to wipe away their tears, let them flow. Many of those tears are not being soaked in. And many of those people end up being in an eternity where God has not assigned them. But there's so many that God is going to allow that rain to soak you, ah, to consume them, to cover them, so much so that it's dripping down like the oil from Aaron's Many people, even though the flood is coming and the rain is ferocious, God's going to part that Red Sea so that they can get on the other side. They're going to get on the other side of the earth. The other side of the molestation. The other side of of being beat down and abused verbally. The other side of not being appreciated. My God, my God, my God. On the other side of being one of many women or one of many men who they thought was loved. On the other side of being uh, uh, improperly fathered and mothered on this side of heaven. Many people, God, I'm on ocean, are going to be also caught up when the water comes down. Get out And they're going to die in that water. But on today, there's just one. Mm, you know, the cold. Yeah, uh-huh. The woman with the might. Yeah, 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 yeah. If there's just one 
that, that doesn't perish. If there's just two that doesn't perish, he's coming to Abraham and asking how many can be saved. If there's just a thousand in the city, it doesn't have to be a pillar that, that comes down and turns you into salt. It doesn't have to be uh, uh, the, the angels, the death angels that sweeps through to kill you. It can be God that comes through to rescue you. My God, my God. Perversion. You can be rescued from. Mm, don't you know that they even took the rainbow that over God and made it a rainbow that's symbolic of the LGB? Oh, God, help me on today. Help me on today. We can't allow God. to have to repent for us not fulfilling our destiny, for us not fulfilling our cause. Our grandmother wanted the family reunion to be a reunion where we ate together, we played games together, but we also fellowship together. The reunion doesn't have all the people attending it that needs to attend. Our family reunion of 62 years should be so large that we don't have room to do it in a hotel or little room. We should be in stadiums, doors, because there's so many of us. We should be like when Jesus was feeding the 5,000. And he had enough to feed them all. Our money is not our God. Our jobs are not our God. Our spouses and significant others are not our God. God is our God. Let the tears cleanse you. Let the rain remind you of the refreshing of God. Because the rainbow that God wants you to see is the one in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. It's more than it being visual with the natural eye. Your spiritual eye must see this covenant. Your spiritual eye must understand this destiny call on your life. Cry the tears that cleanses. Let them rain down. Let them soak into you. Clear out that body of water that's now so full of dirt and not enough water to cleanse it. Till even in some bodies of water, when the water washes away, the fruit the vegetables, the plants can grow and live. Just like they did in New Orleans, Hurricane Katrina. They sent some engineers to build an aquarium so that the dolphins and the creatures that lived in the water wouldn't die. God is sending this word on today to be the engineers that's creating the body of water of your tears stored in a bottle that you too may live because our bodies have a certain amount of water in it that you've cried and you've 
cried and you cried. And you sweated and you sweated and you sweated. And this time when it evaporates, it's going to turn into that water, that living water, that fountain of living water that just like Jesus told the woman at the well, this water that he has for you on today, you will thirst no more. You won't be hurting anymore. You won't be disappointed anymore. That pain that you were feeling, that surgery that you had, that bed sore that you had, my God, that broken heart that you had, that confused mind that you had, that heartbreak that you had, this enemy today, you will see no more. Minister Sylvia, can you pray? The way you prayed on yesterday when you were assigned to pray for the hurting, and then when you finished praying that prayer the way God assigned it to you, on your new assignment today, pray the prayer that God has given you to pray for those that are hurting, those that are being hindered. The word of God that's going to remind them of the covenant that God has given them so that the people, the creatures, and the plants can receive the rain in springtime that Zechariah about when the Lord sends the thunderstorm. I turn it over to you, Minister Sylvia. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity on this morning, God. God, I ask you to let anybody and everybody that's listening in to open their eyes while they're being prayerful, to look around and see that the hurt that has been experienced by them, the hurt that has been received by them, and the hurt that has been provided by them, that no matter what part they play in it, God, there is generational curses that's being developed, being removed, and some that's being just set on and talked about. God, allow us to look around and see that there's more than one way to pray. We always taught that we pray this way and that way. But, God, we never ask, what do you have for me to do about this prayer, God? How would you have me to do this prayer, God? How would you have me to go forth in this prayer, God? God, teach us how to see someone walking and talking and looking around to receive this prayer and participate in it, God. Teach us how to ask you for your rain, God, to come down on us, to cleanse us, oh God. Teach us how to let your rain come out of us, God, to cleanse us from the inside, God. God, teach us how to hear when someone else is saying in so many words, if not directly, but to read the Spirit to say, don't move when the rain is coming from someone else's eyes. Not to disturb your spirit of God. Not to disturb your work, God. Not to get in your way, oh God. Teach us how not to disturb the Holy Spirit when it's working. Teach us how to let someone sit over in the corner or stand over by a wall or lay on the floor, whatever the Holy Spirit is doing. Teach us how to allow them to be handled by you. Teach us how not to get in your way because we want to help you. You didn't need our help to build the world. 
You didn't need our help to set the things in place, the stars, the moon, the sun, the animals, the plants, the fish in the sea, the birds in the air. You didn't need our help to do that. You said let us make man in our image, Mm. not in man's image. You made man in your image, God. Teach us how to want to operate in your image, oh God. Teach us how to let your rainbow shine over our lives that represent the covenant you have with us, God. Teach us how to let you be God all day, all night, God. God, teach us how to speak life into our children. Speak life into our families. Speak life over our families. Speak life into our neighborhoods. Speak life into ourselves, God. For you didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Teach us how to break generational curses. Teach us, O oh Lord, that when we don't know what to say, to just say, Jesus, I give it to you. God, for generations we have been trying to do things this way, that way. Their way, not your way. Just how to teach our next generation to go forth in you. To just trust in you. Teach us how to train up our children from birth. God, teach us how to dedicate them back to you. And while we're dedicating them back to you, oh God, we dedicate ourselves back to you. God, teach us how to come to you and ask you with help on raising that child, with help on getting hold to that generation, with help on breaking strongholds of that generation. God, we just want to say, Lord, teach us. Teach us how to speak things that has been spoken on. Teach us how to pray that these things be broken that has been spoken on. God, we've heard some things and seen some things and we've said some things over the years, oh God. Teach us how to pick ourselves up and come to you first and say, God, help me to go back to my family, my community, my friends, my neighborhood, and say, Can you accept my apology? God, teach us how to pray the way you say pray. Because sometimes people need to have their eyes open to see what's going on around them. Your words say be watchful as well as pray. God, let us get before you and say, God, I need your help. I got generational curses to break. That's been placed on my life. That's been placed in my life. That's been placed over my family. That's been running like the oil on Aaron's beard through my family. God, we're going to break this thing. This curse will no longer run rapid. God, there's a shift in the spirit. The month of July represents so much, God. But, God, this is a month of blessing for me and my family for the month of July because, because of what you had my grandmother start 62 years ago. And it seems like the enemy tried to come in our family in this month Ah, years before, years before that, and years before that. But, God, we say, God, this thing shall be broken. No one will die without knowing you as their Lord and Savior. You are our God. You are our resource. You are our redeemer. You are our provider. You are our director. You are our leader. 
but you are our God and we are your people. God, as we sit back, as we walk around, as we talk with you, O oh God, let us begin with and let us end with the same sentence. God, what do you say? Huh? What do you say concerning this God? What do you say concerning that God? God, teach us how to call out our family members' names that we know that need you. The ones we don't know that need you. But, God, we just call out their names anyway. Show up for them, God. Show out. Do whatever needs to be done concerning them. That you will get the glory. You will get the praise. You will get the honor all day, every day for the rest of their lives. We call out Margo McCoy. We call out Jamal Dickens Thomas. We call out Antoine Thomas. We call out Cecilia Kaiser. We call out LaVon Merritt. We call out Tisha Wanda Kaiser. We call out Taiwan Harris. We call out Brandon Kaiser. We call out Stanley Wright Jr. We call out Stanley Wright Sr. We call out ourselves, Sylvia Kaiser Wright. We call out our family, the Seabury Legacy, Sinclair Brown. We call out the Kaiser Quarter Sanders. We call out our family and everyone else that's listening now in the archive, God. We call them out. God, we put them under Holy Ghost arrest. What was done in the past, whatever was said, whatever was done, God, as you take our sins and throw them into the sea of forgetfulness, God, we ask you to let us take those things that we've heard, that we've said, that we listen in on with itching ears. We won't spread rumors no more. We won't talk about this and we won't talk about that, but we will talk about what the Word of God says. God, teach us how to pray your prayer. Teach us how to not just want to be covered with your rain, God, but teach us how to let your latter rain cover us. Teach us, O oh Lord. Teach us, O oh Lord. Teach us how to let your spirit flow in us. God, teach me how not to be ashamed of my past. God, before we ask about others, God, let us first point to ourselves and say, God, start here. Start in me, oh God. Teach us how not to be ashamed of the lack. On yesterday, my cousin said that even though she got her education late, she got it. Teach us how to do as you keep having apostles. Dr. Cecilia Kaiser say, just do it. Teach us how to dream dreams again. Teach us how to want to dream dreams again. Teach us how not to be ashamed to cry out to you and before you. Teach us how not to be scared to cry out. Teach us how to say, God, clear my heart that I may have your heart. Cleanse my heart, that I may have your heart. Clear my mind, that I may have your mind, God. Clean my mind, that I would think like you think. I would love like you love. I would see people, once you clean the cataracts out of my eyes, oh God. Clean off my glasses. Clean out my eyesight, God that I will see people the way you see people, God. Teach me how to call it out. If I see it, I call it out. If it's not sent by you, God, I call it out. I pray it out. I pray over it. I cast it out. In Jesus' name, teach us how to want your power, God. Teach us how to get in your word. Teach us how to pray more, God. The more we read, the more we study, the more we pray, the more power you give. 
God, teach us not to be scared to call and ask for help. And teach us how when when you get that call to help, don't discuss. To help, don't ridicule. To help, don't hold over their head. To help, don't repeat. To help, don't run and go tell that. To help, because be a concerned, confined, be someone that someone can say, I'm coming to you to ask. Can I trust you? Teach us how to be trustworthy. Teach us, God. Teach us, God. Not to be busybodies. Teach us not to run and tell everything. Teach us that we will be where someone can say, I need to confide in you. Will you be my confidant? Will you be my go-to person? Because we know we can lead them to Christ. God, teach us how to be leaders in your sight and in others. That when they read us, they read in your word. That when they read us, they want to say, what is that you got? I want some. God, teach us how to be an invitation to the kingdom of Christ. Teach us how to walk in Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Teach us how to be the add-on unto you, O God, that when they see us, they see you. Teach us how to represent you, O God. God, I thank you for everything. I thank you for all that you have done. God, I thank you for covering our households. Thank you for covering each and every one of us, God. Thank you for covering each and every one that's traveling over the highways for the family reunion, that's going back home today, tomorrow, or whenever they're going back home. Thank you for safe travels, oh God, over the highways, if they're going through the air, through the air, God. But whichever way they go, God, take them back home safely. No harm, evil, danger, or death, no breakdown. But, God, let them just glide through as they give you the glory. Let this family union, God, go down in memory where they tune was informed. Everything was not on practice, but everything and everybody talked about was the same thing even though the words were different. But it was the same thing. It was about generation. Generational blessings and destroying generational curses. For God, we're going to stand on that word and we're going to trust you knowing that that we got together more than one, more than two. But God, we're standing on that word trusting you that your will has been done, will be done, and continually will continue to be coming together to bring forth the kingdom of God in this family. Seabury, Sinclair, Brown. The bloodline continues to flow, and the oil still runs down Aaron's beard. I thank each and every one that attends to go back. I thank them that they will go back and share something with their family that they forgot or that they never knew for the edification of the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, we pray this prayer. It is so and so it is. Amen. It's back in your hands, Apostle. Amen. And in the closing of this today, I'm going to share some lyrics from a song that Prince Roger Nelson wrote. And it's called When Doves Cry. But there is about to be a change. Remember? There's not only just a shift, but there's a change, a metamorphosis that's about to occur. It says, touch, if you will, my stomach. 
feel how it trembles inside. You've got the butterflies all tied up. Don't make me chase you. Because even Seabury's, Sinclair's, Brown's, Kaiser's, Wright's, Thomas's, Fair's, Smith's, and so many others have pride. I told you I was going to change it. So wherever it says Dove, God is having me put our family name in there. How could you just leave me standing? Alone in a world so cold, a world so cold. Maybe I'm just too demanding. Maybe I'm just like my father or my mother or my sister or my uncle or my aunt. I'm too bold. Maybe you're just like my mother, my father, my cousin, my sister, my brother, all in the families that I mentioned earlier. She's never satisfied. She's never satisfied. What is it that you're not satisfied? What is it, whether it's lust or, 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 or even if it's something that you want more of God, what is it that you're not satisfied with? Why do we scream at each other? Uh-huh. Why do we argue with each other? Why do we do these things? when we were supposed to love one another. This is what it sounds like when our families cry. Seabury's, Sinclair's, Brown's, Thomas's, Kaiser's, Smith's, and Fair's. How can you just leave me standing alone in the world so cold? Maybe I'm just too demanding, it says again. Maybe you're just too bold. Maybe you're just not satisfied. That's what happened when the Seabury's, Sinclair's, and Brown's, and every other generation that I haven't um, talked about dealing with the Teals. Don't cry, but change your crying to praise. Give God the praises for taking you to the other side of the tears, the other side of the rain, the other side of the flood, my God, the other side of everything that has caused you to not stay connected, not just to your family, but to God. Repent on today for anything that has tried to disconnect you from fellowshipping and having a relationship with God. From fellowshipping and having a relationship with the Seabury's, the Sinclair's, and the Browns, who pointed you to God. We grew up with our mother praying and and leading us to God, with our families praying and leading us to God. So don't waste time just crying, but get on the other side of the tears. The growth is on the other side of the tears. The wholeness is on the other side of the tears. So if you haven't heard anything else on today, know that your reward to me and God is on the other side of the tears. The tears that came down like rain. The tears that cleared away the muddy waters. The tears that revived and restored the sea and the creatures that lived within but know that there's life on the other side. God anoints you today to walk, to live, thrive, and to bring others with you on the other side. Amen and amen. Minister Sylvia, I turn it over to you so that you can 
make the announcements and close today's program. Thank you so much, Apostle. I want to I want to add something to that generational thing, if it's okay, Apostle. Go ahead. I accept what God allows. I wanted my family to understand why generations is a conversation I have all the time, not because I'm trying to point fingers or anything, but I'm going to take this to a secular place. I was in the motorcycle world for many years, and one thing in the motorcycle world, they um, strive and they drive to a point is, I wish I had a thought about this. God had put it on my heart yesterday, but it was something he put on my heart today. In the motorcycle world, they talk about generations. They talk about elite members, the original ones that first come, and that's what we always talk about our grandmother, how she started the family reunion. She always wanted the respect to be given to the elite members, the ones that was at the head of the table. And I want them to understand I was once in this club called Just Friends. And with Just Friends, they have on their vest Generation 1, Generation 2, Generation 3, and so on and so on. Because they was letting people know when they came into the organization what generation it was. And on yesterday, as Apostle was saying earlier, our cousin Tony talked about what generation was from uh, baby boomers and uh, Generation X and millennials and so on. So I just want you all to know that when you are sitting in a place of being the elder, it's for a reason. It's the honor how the family is constantly moving forward. Please don't let it die. Please acknowledge and keep the generations in their place so people would know where they entered into the bloodline. That's what I wanted to say concerning that. And I also want to say that we are so happy to be a part of a Christian generation that teaches about the blood of Jesus, the word of God. This program, Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, was not a good idea. It was appointed for the generation time as this, that it's not time to think about God, but it's time to keep God first. It's not time to want to say one day I'll know God, but to get to know him firsthand. This program is presented every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll come to you with the woman of God, possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, who is our overseer as well as our highest point of knowing that God has this program on assignment. We are here every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that as you're preparing to go to bed, you can go to bed with the Spirit of God in your spirit, and you can talk with him because this program has been presented with you and to you with a word from God. We're here every Friday night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because God is saying to us, do not start this night or this weekend without keeping him first. You started the week off with him on Sunday. You're going to end the week with him on Friday going into Saturday. Know that we are here to give you the word of God. Know we are here to give you the word of God. To know that we are here to give you the word of God. We want to say we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. Our foundational scripture that we stand on and we believe in, Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for repenting. And thank you all for accepting God today and forevermore. In Jesus' name, we ask you all to think of God daily. Amen. Amen.